Oh, guys, we just wrapped up an amazing conversation on what the greatest uncommon leaders all have in common. I know um, pretty much it says right here, I've got seven pages of notes and every single thing is starred. Like, uh, I don't think I, okay, maybe I have one thing that's not starred out of everything that I wrote. So I'm going to turn it over to Chad to see what notes Chad wrote down and the things that he got from this. Um, before I take the next hour and a half to kind of disseminate all my notes. So Chad, uh, what, what'd you get from today's conversation? Yeah, well, first, you know, I think showing up is huge because uh, I've never heard of Ben Newman and I loved listening to Ben Newman. And I think it was Jim Rohn that said the book you don't read can't help, which kind of makes sense. So this book, Uncommon Leadership, sounds pretty cool to me. Might be one worth reading. But um, I loved how he talked about the, the greatest act of leadership is a shift of belief. That was, that was one of the first things I wrote down. And um, I think in the military, they, they taught us that that leadership is getting someone to do something they wouldn't have done if you wouldn't have been there, which really is a shift of belief. So that's, that's huge. And he talked about mental toughness, how it's not easy. You have to condition that muscle because our mind is like a muscle. And, you know, being the example, leadership is all about being the example, show up, he said, show up and do what you say you're going to do. And that does so much that just teaches people that you're trustworthy. It teaches people that you're dependable. It teaches people that you're, you're stable, believing in people, uh, develop great leaders. He talked you know, about Microsoft culture. And I love that idea that fail fast and forward. You know, I think uh, I love people who are passionate people because they reach a destination much quicker than people who aren't passionate. They either find out quickly that they're heading in the wrong direction and they readjust or they find out quickly they're heading in the right direction. But they're always just going, going, moving, moving in some type of direction. I love people like that because they're the movers and shakers of the world just making things happen. Uh, power versus authority. I thought that was huge. You know, power is more dictator, command, do this or else. You know, I, I got to deal with that a lot in the military. You know, it's, it's just all about control and authority is really empowering people to choose right. And I love that. The idea of questions over statements, asking questions works so much better. Uh, you can walk someone into the answers that they know are right, but then it's the other person's idea. I think it was the book, uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People that has the, the lesson in there, how to get someone to do what you want them to do. Well, you just get them to do what, you know, what's best for them. And you want them to do it anyway, but that's their idea. So it's just a, it's just a subtle little art. If you guys haven't read that book, that's the classic. Every human should read. That should be like mandatory. If you want to mandate something, mandate reading that book in school, right? How to win friends and influence people. That's a great, great book. Um, I love the piece on not gossiping and just Ed Milet. You can just tell he's just such a authentic, you know, incredible, transparent person. Um, you know, Mark Pentecost always talks about reverse gossip, talking good about someone behind someone else's back. And, and I think that would be kind of a, a great thing to do if you're in a circle and people are talking bad about someone and you know who they're talking about. Why not interject? Oh, let's talk. Let me let me uh, give you a proper perspective of this human because it's another human and we're all flawed. But, you know, you might be showing the, the whatever negative about it might be highlighted. But why not be the person who highlights the gold? about that person because everybody has some gold too. Um, culture winning, you know, I wrote down here, never criticize, condemn, or complain, which is also in the book, How to Win Friends Influence. <laughs> I think it's the first law in there, which is amazing, but culture is just so huge. And a lot of people, you got to understand when you're bringing people into your team, you want to create a culture 
that is life-giving in your, in your culture. So that people want to be part of what you're creating within the company, right? And you get to, as the leader of your organization, you get to create whatever culture that you want to create. And you just want to make sure that you're constantly feeding it with the right things like reverse gossip. Um, giving family unconditionally, unconditional love mindset, you know, that, that unconditional love mindset, something I've really been reflecting on this last year, you know, and, and it, it kind of brought it full circle later when he talked about a John Wooden quote, where it's basically unconditional love is giving without expecting anything in return. And, you know, Joel, that's something I've seen you and Stephanie emulate throughout all the years that I've known you guys is that you guys are just constantly giving to anyone and everyone and never expecting anything in return. I've experienced that in my own life. So thank you for that. And I think that's a huge reason, um, you know, because what you, you, you reap what you sow. So if you sow unconditional love, then it just, it's just the best thing you can possibly sow in, in this lifetime. Greatness takes sacrifice. Uh, we're all human. So we all have to recuperate. You know, you can't, if you grind, 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 eventually it'll take its toll in your family. I, I went to this thing. There's like a hundred world changer people there. And the one guy gave a presentation. He had recently sold a company for 20 million, huge success story. But what the part I caught was in that process, he lost his wife and he lost his family. So to me, it was a what not to do story. And so it's good to grind, but you have to take into perspective that you need rest and you have to understand what your grind and your mental state, what that's doing. And you want to just make sure you're in the, what I like to call the slipstream or the, or the flow or the, the, um, the correct routine where, you know, you figure out what works best for you. Cause you might not be a person who wants to wake up at 224 every morning. Probably not going to do that. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe a 420 ambush a Monday occasionally, you know, but not a 224. I'm just, I'm just saying, Joel, if you say, Hey, let's go to the gym at 224, I'm probably going to be out on that one. Um, but hey, it worked for him, right? And he's able to be off by 5.30 because he's making a sacrifice on the front end and he's 90% done by six or whatever he said. But we all have to be able to recuperate. Um, here's what I want you all to, this is a huge takeaway for me and something that I'm going to be talking about a lot more is that I don't have time is BS. It's an illegitimate excuse. It, it really is if you think about it. We all have time. It's just what, what's our priority of our time? What are we using our time for? You know, and, and really, if you're talking to someone and they don't have time, what you really need to dig down to is, is what do they really want? Because if we make time for the things that we really want, that's the bottom line is we make time. So I don't have time. It's just a, it's just a cop out. It really is. And so if you, if you can really have that conversation with someone, you can dig down and see, you know, what they really want and help them adjust what they're spending their time on so that they can get to where they want to go. And again, it's the transfer of belief because I don't have time is really saying, eh, I don't want to waste time on that because I don't believe that I can get to here. And as you as a leader can step in and say, you're not wasting time. If you invest your time here, then inevitably you'll get to here. That's that transfer of belief. And, and some of you watching this might need to do that for yourself. You know, you have to, you have to convince yourself that investing your time in a certain thing, whether it's your health or whether it's your business or whether it's your family will get you to where you want to go. You have to, you have to believe you have to have that self-belief in the process to get to where you want to go. Um, I love start again today. Joel, this is one I'll be talking to 
we have hundreds, you probably have tens of thousands. And I bet when you, when you heard, and some of these people I haven't heard yet, and over the next week, they'll be hearing more and more and more about how we can each have a chance to make an extra like $3,500 between now and Christmas extra. I mean, I can, I'm already thinking of hundreds of people that want that, that need that. And they need to start again. They maybe they gave up along the way, you know, and they just said, ah, threw their hands in the air, threw the white flag up. Oh, I can't do this. And so some of those though, they'll be able to come back and rock it out and make an extra probably like extra five, I'd say five thousand pretty realistically between now and Christmas. Man, and that's exciting to me because that's just a game changer for so many people to make an extra five thousand between now and Christmas. So willingness to start again. And the last thing I'll say. You know, just going back to uh, just kind of full circle here, the John Wooden, I don't remember the exact quote that he, they referenced, but I love John Wooden. I know you love John Wooden. But doing something for someone else without expecting anything else in return. So we have the opportunity right now between now and the end of the year to allow people to join our organization so that they can win in their life and to assist them in earning, you know, all these crazy bonuses that are, that are coming out in the next week between now and Christmas. And for all of you on here, all of you listening to this, that really take this seriously and get focused on unconditionally helping these other people. Really, it's just finding people who want to win between now and the end of the year and then pouring yourself into them. If you'll just unconditionally, because not all of them are going to do what they say they're going to do, right? But some of them will. And so you have the opportunity to invest and pour the people between now and the end of the year that ultimately, who knows, you'll have some great, great success stories. And in that serving and in that unconditionally giving, your stuff is going to take care of itself. And so I just want to encourage all of you on here. First of all, congratulations on just showing up on Tuesday morning and being here if you're hearing a replay or whatever on, on just getting this information and just keep pouring into this and keep investing and just keep using your time wisely and get a little sharpen that saw just a little bit. And man, things will change for you. And before you know it, you'll be like, wow, my health's here. My, my bank accounts look a little healthier. My friendships are healthier. And you just win because when you get around winners, you win. So go win. Yeah, get around winners. And Chad's an absolute winner and had amazing things. Like I, I was looking at mine going, Oh, can't talk about that one. And then I wrote two more down that I didn't have written down. Uh, so super, super awesome stuff from Chad. I don't even know where to begin other than the very beginning of what he said. Uh, this is a conversation on leadership and elite performance, not just leadership and then, Hey, just leading, but actually being an elite performer. And he said, the way that you accomplish that is by being the example so that you can lead the people. So if you're just telling people to sprint, but you're not sprinting with them, it's not very long before they notice and they stop running. So in this business, if you've noticed your team slowing down, take a look at the effort that you're putting in because they're going to directly match the work that you're putting in. If you get discontent enough where you are always putting in effort, always putting in work, you are going to draw those people to you. If you rest and have seasons where you're like, oh, this isn't for me, well, guess what? The rest of your team's going to look at it and go, oh, well, this isn't for me because they take the cue from you. He said, you have high standards. 
you tell yourself, my standard is high. We said, compared to what? You know, what is the expectation that you're setting for yourself? The standard that you have, if you think it's high, what are you comparing that standard to? And I truly believe this. When Ed Milet says, if you think your standards are high, come work with me for a day. Man, I'm sure that he works circles around pretty much all of us combined based on the output that he's able to create. So he said, we don't do things until we get it right. We do things until we can't get it wrong. That's the repetition cycle. That's the thing that you have to understand with this business and with our system, you need to repeat it enough to where you can repeat it in your sleep, but that there's no way that you can get it wrong. That's why I love this business and this model with it works is because of the fact that it's system oriented. So all you have to do is plug into the system and repeat the system. He talks about leadership fatigue and having balance because you can always give more, but when you're empty, that more that you're giving starts to negatively impact you. So you need to set yourself up and set up your environment. So he talks about, you know, waking up at a specific time every single day. You're, you're controlling that portion of your day. And then you can control whether you do quiet time or have a devotional. And then you get to control whether or not you go and work out and get physical activity and so that your body and your mind are healthy enough to do the work that you're going to do. You can control those things. And when you can get out of bed and control those things, the things that you can't control become easier to manage. The greatest thing a leader can do is transfer belief. Guys, that's why we do this. That is why we have this personal development segment for you every single week is so that we can impart and transfer the belief that we have in what we do and how your growth mindset matters. That's why we do this is because we want to take what we know changed our lives and find a way to transfer it to you. I mean, if we could just come in and just shake this screen on the other side and shake you till you got how amazing you are and how we see you and how God sees you, there would be nothing that could hold you back. He said, one thing that you do when transferring belief is you may not know, but you're always making people feel. So the question is, is what or how are you making them feel? Because that's another controllable. You control how you make other people feel. Are you walking into the room and bringing light and bringing energy that's causing people to want to go and do amazing things? Or are you the person that walks in, shuts off the light and causes the problems for everybody in the room? Either way, you control that energy that's inside of you. Uh, ben talked about the burn. So we talk about why and purpose all the time, guys. We talk about know your why, get a why until it makes you cry. That's what's going to drive you through all the hard times. If your why is big enough, you can push through any adversity. He said, we talk about that too much. The thing that we don't talk about the most is the underlying burn, the fire that ignites you on the inside that is fuel for your why or your purpose. The burn that you have is what causes you to take action on that. And we all have it within us. It's that thing that we can't explain to other people why we get up and do what we do. You, you know it's in there. It's in. It's something that God put inside of you, the fire that God put inside of you to go out and do the purpose that he created you for. And that is the burn. He said mental toughness isn't easy, so you have to condition it. 
you know, people think that everything just kind of comes and comes and comes easily, but mental toughness is created over mental adversity. You don't just all of a sudden have mental toughness. He said, when you put your burn where you see it every day and you repeat it to yourself, it helps grow that mental toughness. That's part of your conditioning. That's when you constantly have it in front of you and constantly repeat it to yourself, it fortifies it and causes it to grow bigger. When we're talking about developing leaders, you have to fight through adversity and fail forward with your team. It's going to happen. It is inevitable. It's not always, you know, success is straight to the top. Success is a winding road that changes all the time. He said, number two, power is when you force someone to do something. Authority, like Chad said, is getting people to think that it's their idea because you know what's best for them because they don't see that. So when you can convince somebody to make the decisions for themselves that they should be making that they don't know are readily available for them, that is transfer of authority to other people. So making questions over statements. Uh, this, this is the, the big, super double star on my notes and the point that I want everybody to hear. Your success is ultimately a math problem. Guys, that, that blew my mind. Time and sacrifice, you can control both of those. Your goals and your dreams, specifically with It Works and this business, is a math problem. How many people are you going to contact today? How many people are you going to follow up with today? Those are all math problems. What is the percentage of people you need to talk to before somebody says yes and joins your team and radically changes the face of your business? It's a math problem. Guys, your success boils down to numbers. Do you know your numbers? And then finally, I'll talk about this. It said nothing disqualifies you from having success other than your own thoughts about your success. People try and blame their circumstances. Well, it's your thoughts about your circumstances that hold you back. People talk about their past, and that's the reason why they're not successful. No, it's your thoughts about your past that hold you from your success. Because if you change your thoughts about those and know that they're different and can help propel you forward, giving you the fuel to go forward versus the break to hold you back, your thought about your success is what ultimately changes everything for you. You are not disqualified. God has qualified you. And the great thing I love about Ed Milet is he says, if you have faith, proclaim it in love. Don't shame anyone. Bring everyone along for the ride. But if you have faith, proclaim it so that people understand the drive behind what you do. Guys, I hope you got a lot out of today. I know I got a ton. I know Chad got a ton. We're super excited that you continue to come back and learn with us in your track for personal growth. Go out and make it an amazing day and we'll see you here again next time.